Welcome to Elite Six Think Tank, an open discussion group with business owners who share their knowledge, experience, and skills. Thanks for coming along. Get you all back in focus. Focus down there for the early comers. Good morning. It works. We're recording. We're live. People all around the world are tuning in to listen to you guys think. It's exciting, isn't it? I can hear it now. Yeah, that's very good. I feel like I'm about to um, start an Amway course because every time you hear about financial freedom, which is our topic today, obviously I think of uh, Amway, um, Arbonne, uh, and all those companies use it as a marketing tactic to really get people interested in uh, financial freedom. So. We've got four parts of the meeting, and we've got a few new people here. We've got uh, uh, Jax and uh, Ben, which you may have not met before. They're actually from the IRD. Who? You're being watched. Just remain calm, Rob. Academy Antics, who deals with trade people. So they haven't been here before. How the process works is we have four parts of the meeting. Uh, we first of all we'll talk about people's experiences with trying to create their financial freedom um, and um, some solutions uh, problems people have with financial freedom and then at the end we'll hopefully get some takeaways and you'll be very happy and the horses don't forget the horses we will not bring up any horses any horses that are brought up in this building will be shot and put in a can at the end of the evening um, so if you want to speak it's quite simple try not to over talk each other put your hand up and give you a ball uh, if you start to ramble and go on a little bit too much, then I'll apply the ball out of your hand politely. Uh, and if you um, want to say anything at all, uh, try to stay on topic if you can. And we'll have Helen, who's doing some notes in real time. They'll be on the board behind us. And um, let's get started. So creating financial freedom. Uh, first of all, let's talk about people's experiences in trying to do that. How's it been going, guys? If you start the ball rolling. That's not a round ball. Thank you. I've always been really interested in, in money and I don't know where it came from and financial freedom and, and trying to set myself up that way. Um, and at the point that I'm at now is I'm actually in quite a good position, but it's taken me a long time to get there and there's been a lot of um, going backwards um, at various times with um, uh, things that I've experimented with that haven't worked out and with relationships and divorces and things like that which can be incredibly expensive, having families can be incredibly expensive. Um, so it's not like it's a road that will take you from um, being um, penniless up to being financially freedom. There's always ups and downs along the way and um, it's every, every one of those things is a learning point even when you get the downside which is, is, is helps you to get to the next level. So. That's good. I'm just while you're talking there, I was actually thinking that's a good point. Why do we want financial freedom? Is it for us? Is it for our family? Is that for our family's inheritance? Uh, um, choices. That's the, the the sole word. Having financial freedom, having money, gives you choices. I agree. <laughs> right next. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I want to go back to being a student because I never have more money than I was a student. Really? No responsibilities. Yeah, she's got the money. Student. Really? Boy, Rob would love people saying that. He, because um, I'm like so educated that I've got so many accolades. At the beginning, at the end of my name, 
But I just <laughs> I'm really impressed by that myself because I look in the mirror sometimes and I think it's great to have those. But you really want to go back to university. Apart from the whole studying side of it, yeah. <laughs> oh, the drinking side. Ah, uh, yeah, just but the no, I just, just because Lifestyle. back then I had money and I had freedom to do what the heck I liked. Can't it went that, further. Hmm? Money went further. Yeah. Alright, it's a bit of a slow topic, isn't it? Okay, who wants to start selling Amway? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. You've got the ball. Would you like to talk, please, Vicky? <laughs> um, as a news business uh, owner, um, two and three quarter years, um, I, yeah. It's, it's been a struggle, um, and I've kind of set up two businesses, so um, one is accommodation and, and one is the tours, um, and then the third business, which is uh, snow bikes and, and skiing and on the mountain. So um, I found that I had to, you know, and then there's winter and the, then there's summer, so you've got accommodation, winter, summer, tours, and I'm um, trying to juggle <coughs> juggle a few, but I have to do that to actually make enough income to actually pay the mortgage before you actually do anything else. Um, and of course, you, you know, with all the, and, and public liability insurances and things like that, we're, you know, talking, you, you know, big wads out, um, you know, once a year and, and insurances and so on. So it's just, it's just business expenses, but as a newbie, trying to kind of balance things um, that's going well now that's not taking off and so and getting all the technical stuff right so um, yeah I've just found it um, it's kind of right. <coughs> slow but it does take a while I mean it is all about people's experiences and, and the want to be able to create financial freedom uh, you know I don't know, I've been doing it for 25 years, I still feel like if I stopped tomorrow everything would stop. You know, so is there other ways of building up an income or uh, wealth in a way? I'll just go to Nick. I think I like that concept of going back to being a student, but not because of... Because as a student I had very little coming in, but I had even less going out. And I think that's, that's the financial freedom part, is you've got more coming in than you have going out. And you know where that what's coming in is coming in from and it doesn't always rely on you it comes in as part of your company or whatever it's it's again it does go back to those choices because there's more coming in than you have to have going out you have some slush over to create choices and that's i think that's kind of the crux of financial freedom is having enough to make decisions without having to constantly churn and panic i actually like that because my uh, my take on it is um, basically uh, yeah debt uh, it does slow down access to financial freedom and sometimes you don't realise how much debt you're in. I went through and added up all my subscriptions to things. I spend about twelve thirteen hundred dollars a month on subscriptions. Mm. You know, and you think, wow, how does that add up? <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, website hosting is a subscription. You know, all that sort of stuff, and so you really look at your debt. And um, getting rid of your debt uh, can actually, um, you know, and putting money away when you think you don't have money is a hard case thing. Well, I've done KiwiSaver lately and I didn't have anything. All of a sudden I've got money in my KiwiSaver and I thought, how did that turn up there? Can I spend it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Um, so we've got um, Sam's going to be fourth, but we've got uh, I've got to let Helen go first because she's prettier than you. Well, okay. Um, passive income, really good way to get ahead. Um, yeah, uh, passive income comes in when you're sleeping. When um, we were out the other day and. Um, getting income just while we're out doing things. She, what she's trying to say, we're actually at a funeral. <laughs> we turned over oh, we were at a funeral, but we were at other funeral. places <laughs> and, and making money. So, you know, you're constantly getting that income passively. So you can do it in your sleep, you can do it whenever. But another thing, I've been on a blog recently by a lady called Ruth, and it's called Happy Saver. And she says things like, um, pay for everything you can with cash don't use a credit card and um, what you were saying with debt don't um, put anything on any type of card and pay your mortgage off as quick as you can putting extra payments on that but just be really wise with your money and use cash if you can that's what my accountant says mm. uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> cash for anything yeah that's right yeah. Um, thinking back to that guy what's his name Robert yeah, that's the one. Um, his is all about passive income too. So, you know, getting on that passive income bandwagon is the way to go. <coughs> I think, anyway. That's cool. So, ended up working very well. We had um, uh, Rob and then Sean and then Sam, please. Right, I'm going to rattle all four points here. All right, next. One, I think. <laughs> um, right, I think if you're a student, you want the same choices, but your choices are less costly which means you don't want a car or a house or whatever right you just want you know like a beer or a pie or you know like a nice pen or pad or yeah you know, like laptop whatever but I think when it comes to financial freedom there's maybe three aspects to financial freedom there is the amount of money you have in in your bank account there is the amount you you earn through the business and there is you and how much you're able to earn if you had to, you know, like arrive anywhere else, you know, like, or to uh, move with your career. Well said, right? Was that all four points just then? Yeah, yep. mate. Oh, that's yeah. great. God, uh, shorter than Sam. Right, uh, quite a few things to say, actually. Uh, as a, when you in the in the school, uh, you have less. Uh, you have less um, things to do, and then you feel a bit happy. So, if you're thinking you, if you're doing all the things you like right now, you know you're lucky because you don't have to work until the financial freedom until you enjoy what you're doing. So this is part of life. Uh, that's great. I mean, but um, to in order to get the financial freedom, because you want to do something you like. And um, you don't really want to worry about money, and the money is constantly coming to your uh, bank. And how they say it's going to happen, um, you have to think about uh, investment. You have to think about how come the money can come in to your bank. Uh, there are several choices. You can buy properties, renting it out. Good idea. And <laughs> you can, you can buy shares, or you, you can. You can buy uh, what, what are the things called? Bonds. Yeah, the, the people. I mean, the, the government's having to use. This is 
Oh, if you want to buy any bonds, you let me yeah. you know. I'll print some off for you. No, I'm not, I'm not interested in that. Or, you know, you can, right. you can have uh, heaps, you can have copyrights if you're a uh, uh, photographer or you, you have writers, you know. There's many, many things, but you have to make the decisions right now, otherwise. <laughs> Please don't finish. Oh, well, okay, finish. Then. Otherwise? Otherwise, you know. Sam doesn't have hammers. Sam, please. I would say it's, a lot of it's down to mindset. Um, when I was about 40, I pretty much had it all and was due to be reti fully retired by 45, then promptly lost it at about that age. How old are you now? I was 30 years 46. Years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, what face cream did you use? This is that bit for you. I lost it at 40, sorry, 1,000 apologies, 10 is my And now I think I'm in a better headspace to really start bringing it all back in again and bringing it all together. It's yeah. taken a while and uh, to get over the massive loss that you, know, you hear of a lot of people that have really been successful. They've, made it all, they've lost it, and they've made it, and they've lost it a couple of times. It's a funny one, that, because I've t I think it's taken me 10 years to get back to where I want to be, but the finances have followed me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, I feel like I'm at the prime of my career now. Yeah, in the right headspace. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's my girlfriend, you see, she's awesome. Yes, Mark. Yes. <laughs> um... <laughs> I guess picking up from Rob's point, there's almost a fifth point um, there, and that is that we need to think about the assets that we are accruing along the way. Because you know, if that's your home and whatnot, that's a, that's something that you can sell, and that's something that's worth something. And and if you're paying down your your mortgage and things like the accountants are saying, and all the the financial gurus are saying, that's pay off that, that debt as fast as you can. Well, we all try to do that, but I guess. You know, I'm three years into my business having come from years of working for the government and getting that fortnightly salary. So you, at any stage you can have a complete mind shift when you go into a business. So my business, while I've been saying to folk around the table here in recent months that I feel as though I, I now have a business, and, and that was sort of characterised with the fact that my business could buy me a work vehicle, um, however, I can't say my business I'm, I'm financially viable or, or in that position. So I'm on that continuum where I'm still trying to replace debt and borrowings that I've made. At any stage, really, we've got to we've got to continue to grow the business in some way, and and, and often we have to get into good debt to allow that to happen. So you know, it might be the website hosting or the marketing and things like that. But they're all things that come off the bottom line. So we're at that stage, aren't we, where we're continuing to grow towards that path of financial freedom that we haven't necessarily got there. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, I feel like I'm working to get financial freedom so I don't have to work. Um, and it's the passive income. If my employment and my business means that I have to stay in the business and work it, I'm not getting the same financial freedom that I want to get. I think I want to generate 
the structure of my business so I can work less to get more and therefore I have to consider the internal structure of my business for that passive income that I'm working less in or on my business but the business is creating the financial freedom to have more time out of it. <coughs> I think that's the direction that I'm focusing on at the moment. That's kind of mind. Do you need money for financial freedom? No. What do you mean? I don't know. It's a question I thought I'd ask. Yeah, well, I'm here. My financial freedom might mean 500 bucks a week. His might mean $5,000 a week. Yeah. Should we, should, we, should we ask him what we're going to be doing with our freedom? Well, I mean, I'm going to keep working, which is, uh, like, I want to not keep working. That's my financial freedom. I don't want financial freedom to keep working. I want financial freedom not to have to work. What are you going to do when you well, find Socialise, I'm going to travel and uh, think tank. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we can just sort of operate, which is that I won't have to be operating. Yeah, so like a legacy, maybe? Legacy yeah. or an ongoing. But that's a passive income, isn't it? That's correct, yeah. yeah. So we're talking, actually, it's a really good subject. Passive income versus, um, what's the other one? Uh, residual income residual. versus. Uh, what was it? Residual. Oh, that's a school teacher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, residual versus passive. They're two different things, isn't it? Passive. Passive is one you don't work for, but comes in automatically. And residual income is kind of like when I do have a membership fee, money comes in regularly, they still be work for it. I'm it still could be classified as passive, but it is a subset yeah. of that larger number. They still have to work for it. Yeah. I think one you don't have to do physical work for, it runs itself. Yeah. So would Richard Branson have a passive income or a residual income? For everyone's business, we're really should thinking about how to get the system running better to have less focus on it. So if you imagine you got a mess, you got a, such as a thing to do, but your system's not that good, and then you have to check more time in, which is. Um, far away from financial freedom mm -hmm. so I reckon everybody should working on that um, for their own business yeah. to have a look. How long should it take? Don't know. Um, yeah. Who's got the other one? Like me. Um, Robin and Nick, we've lost the ball. Don't hide them. I'll find them. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Helen. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, with um, Joel and Passive, like residual income would be something like, um, say you're an artist, music, and you're getting money from your sales or copyright, you don't have to do anything. But passive income, like what we're doing, we are still working for it. We're still having to fulfill orders and do things like that. So we're not just getting it for nothing. Getting it, it actually isn't passive. No, it probably isn't classed as that. Yeah, it's probably, yeah. But residual would be, yeah, money coming in and you're doing nothing because you've done the work, I guess. Yeah. And then with financial freedom, like um, Sharon and you were saying, um, you know, for someone financial freedom might be just owning their house or for someone else it might be just owning their car. So I guess it's all different for every person to when you get to that point where you go, I'm financially free, I guess. Mm. Cool, thank you, Helen. Uh, Rob or Nick, you can find it out. Yeah, yeah, I heard that Stephen was, was saying something that I think all of us think, 
at, right, and that is that we want to work harder at work, which means we don't have to work. I think that what I, I'd like to do is I don't mind working. I actually quite enjoy working. I don't enjoy working on things I don't enjoy working on. So I'd like to be working on the things that I do enjoy working on. And, and, and yesterday I got my domain name back, which lapsed about three, four months ago, which I was using something else. But now, now robwoolly.co.nz is going to be all about me. And what I like to do is, is talk. And I want to create a lot <laughs> of content and talk. <laughs> because, because I actually think some of the things that I have to say um, you know, like, are worth money but the reason I like to talk is that the act of me talking um, allows ideas that are in my brain not connected together into anything the moment that they come out of my mouth they actually gel and it works for me to move from where I am to where I want to go so by so, talking how would you create financial freedom out of that because I, I think if you have a look at most people that are online now that are creating a lot of content. Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary V is, is one, is that they make their whole persona through talking, through sharing ideas, and that their value doesn't come from the selling of the video, it comes from the, their, well, could be advertising endorsements or whatever but probably more so is that those people can stand up on a stage take questions you know like connect ideas you know, like to uh, create possibilities for people out there who, who haven't heard those possibilities before thought because later. they're used to thinking thought later yeah that's the, that's the phrase for it thanks right nick um, become a youtuber <laughs> I think there's something in that um, creation of systems within companies so that you don't have to be in the company. So depending on what you do and what your company is and if you're after that financial freedom, for some that will actually involve working themselves out of the company while the company still runs behind them. So they can go off and they can travel and they can do what they want to do and their company still runs, it still earns them income, but they don't have to be in it day to day. And for some people that will be their financial freedom and that's actually what they're working towards. The way to do that is really good systems within your company so that that can actually happen while you're not there. And there's quite a few, me included, in this room where that's just not possible at the moment. But that's my goal, is actually to have the systems and processes in place so that I can take off from the company and the company just runs along behind me. Um, yeah, I've said it before, but if you times your business by 10 with the systems and processes you currently use travel with you, and if you say no to that, then why are you using them is the next question. So if you create a, because a, a lot of the companies that grow really quick do actually just uh, have these such good systems that their growth can go, like cash flow is often a problem with businesses. So you know, that's your limitations. So if you look at your limitations, things that are slowing your growth down, or some people don't grow, but it's like, I remember if you put a fish in a fish tank that's this big, it will never grow into one of those big fish. But if you put the fish in a big, massive pond, the fish will grow to the size of the pond, so to speak. That's how the whales come about, sure. <laughs> 
But you're right in what you're saying. Ah. That's true. Yeah, that's actually a fact. Particularly with something like a goldfish, anyone that knows anything about goldfish, the bigger the tank, the bigger the fish will get. Yeah. So are you limiting your growth by your expectations of yourself? You could have just thrown it there. The question is um, that what oh. is your... Uh, sorry, <laughs> I didn't realise there was two Ken Bull owners oh. over here. Oh, sorry. Should we let it go? Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll let it go. I've lost the thread now. Yeah, Helen and then. No, it was Mark. Yeah, there's facilitation mode, but Oh, yeah, I've got it now. Oh, sorry. With that tank. How do you turn that tank? How do you. How do you. I can't think what I'm trying to say here. That tank, how does that transform into what we're talking about here, financial freedom? What are you saying that, okay, so you've got a fish this big and but the tank, what's the tank? What's the tank you're talking about? Sure. Can I answer that question? I reckon that's where we go wrong. We, well, a lot of people say if you paint a picture of the business that you ideally want and work backwards, right. there's a better way of doing it. Like if you want a million dollar a year income, then how many customers do you need? How much does each customer need to, you know, you need to align yourself with? By saying a million and not ten million. Right. Right. Uh, uh, I'm in the system. Do go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I've just about lost the will to live now. (laughs) (laughs) Picking up on the the passive income and what uh, I think Nick was saying was where I was heading. I think you need, that, that may be an ideal. Uh, for many po- uh, many folk, but say folk, but say slip. Um, but I think you've got to actively and, and vigorously work if you're in an, in an industry where that's a possibility. So leveraging your time and skills and things in a, a in a um, business is one way where you can free yourself up in time to be able to step out. So that's clearly one way. Another way of course is where you're, you're investing in the Kiwi Saver type thing where yes you still need that input of, of putting in weekly, monthly funds into it but you know it's going to grow into that nest egg that's going to do those things. Or uh, um, you know, I'm lucky I suppose in, in a way that my insurance industry that I'm now in of three years is commission based. So whilst that's really scary up the front end and um, in terms of what happens down the line is, is around this tri- uh, trail income. So I've got a colleague who doesn't have to get out of bed any mornings and he, he earns 200k a year. So that's his hard work and effort over the last, last 15 or 20 years um, that he's done. But you see, in terms of mine, I'm just completely ignoring that behaviour. Being an ex-school principal, you would. Um, is that in my industry, you can you can get commissions in several ways. One is the up upfront way, where you get the maximum amount of commission. That's where I've been and taken that point. But I just met with my business development manager yesterday to explore further that as you have got to that critical mass in your business, I can take less commission up front, but I can increase my trail income. So if I can do that, then I'm sitting on a you know, five-year projection right now, a quarter of a million dollars of a business that I could sell that's giving me that trail. That's uh, an interesting point when you were talking about thinking of something else. That is, um, you, who knows your business the best? 
Yeah, right. And who can probably pull your business apart the best? No, other people. And that's one thing, that somebody looks at your business and sort of sees what are you doing this for? You know, you see that quite a few times, people going, you're trying to accomplish this using this. It's like having bad tools when you're a mechanic. You know, sometimes you need to invest in personal development, have the good tools to get the job done right. Uh, yeah, you can have a go. Oops, sorry. James. Um, you, you first. Oh yeah, I was just going to say what Sean um, touched on when you were saying become a YouTuber. We were watching some YouTube um, videos about travelling and their travel bloggers. And this one guy said he's getting out of it because although he gets paid to travel, he works nine hour days, he's absolutely shattered for about $600. And that's, you know, he puts so much work into it, so he just doesn't think there's really... I'll take his job. Well, it's... No, it's $600 no. a month. Yeah, it's not a lot of money. Yeah. I still take his job, the yeah. was getting paid. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. can have somebody yeah. else. Uh, James and then Rob. I think one of the issues um, is, is financial literacy, because I, I mean, we're never really trained how to look after the money. A lot of people end up through circumstances doing quite well ending up with lots of money but then they lose it um, particularly the most obvious one is, is lotto winners in most cases you hear that people who have won huge amounts of money with lotto within a very short period of time they probably lost most of it so I think financial literacy is a real key issue that's lacking in our whole society really. um, people just don't know when they get money how to manage it how to look after it and how to make it work for them. who's um, Neil Jones what have we done with him what have I done with him? No, no, what, uh, we've got Neil Jones, he's a financial... <coughs> he's a financial advisor in that he um, works with Craig's Investment, I think it's Craig's Investments, um, and, and and he can help set up a fund very similar to KiwiSaver, but you can take money out whenever you want to, and you can set it up and, and have drip-feed money into it, and you, there's a whole raft of different types of investments, whether they be local share companies, like New Zealand or Australian or international equities and all sorts of things. and. Um, um, he can help you to get it financially in that way if you've got spare money that you can put into that sort of thing over and above your KiwiSaver. Yeah, um, shared, por uh, shared financial portfolio. But yeah, financial literacy, yeah. Um, I don't think there's very many people at all that really have an understanding of how to manage their money when they get it. Mm. Mm. All right. Um, I'm sorry, I have to look. All right, Heidi. <coughs> Rob. Yeah, about. YouTuber and following on from that comment, I I have uh, I'm a task where I have to uh, help to uh, redo a website. Right, I don't know anything about websites, right? But I do know that the platform it's on is is you know, like .net, which is you know, like a Microsoft thing. Oh, Yesterday. Pardon? Hire a professional. No, no. Yes. That's, that's not the story. Do that's not the story. Shut up. <laughs> so yesterday, I went onto YouTube, I'm doing my other work, and I've got a video going in the background about ASP.net and how it works. It is a crap video. Absolutely crap one. A guy with a, a, a broad accent, hardly understand him. Um, Bad slides up on the screen. 2.2 million views with an ad coming up every 10 minutes. 
How much has that guy made? Not much. About ten cents an ad. I yeah, ten cents an ad at 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 several ads per video, two million views. One of the worst videos I have seen. But the moral of the story here is that that video was on a topic that other people wanted to watch, and I'm I'm pretty sure that there are so many better videos out there on other topics that people don't want to watch. Are we spending our time in in the parts of our industry that actually people value? Because we could be spending the same amount of time somewhere else. I was actually thinking when I was watching that, I thought I'm a better speaker than that guy. I could actually take all of his content, create the same video today, right? And and if I put the right title up there, probably not get two million views, but get a few views doing what someone else has done a little bit better. That guy's probably got a marketing degree and it's not the car he drives, it's, it's how he drives it. And driving people to a video, you could be the best videographer in the world, it doesn't mean that people are going to watch it. But knowing how to market yourself, it's like a conversation on marketing versus advertising the other day. And also, for 500 bucks you can buy a million uh, YouTube viewers anyway if you wanted to. Well, that could be true. However, the point is, are, are we spending our money in the avenue that gives us the most return? Knowing that the most return means that we've helped out the most people. So if you painted your speaking career backwards, for example, and you decided that you wanted to be a, a, a speaker and get paid $25,000 per speaking gig overseas, then have you found 10 venues that you want to speak at and 10 types of speeches you would like to give? Have you thought about doing those first? No, I haven't. Right? But what I ha have thought of and what I'd like to model myself on is a guy who just decided right, to create a lot of videos on a lot of things that he wanted to learn about. And so he, he would study about them right for about 10 minutes, understand the strong concept, create a two-minute video. He created hundreds of videos and created his whole career and persona through those videos. He might have got lucky and got one of a good one, you know, he might have done a thousand videos first, done a lot of, I'm using TikTok at the moment, which is a funny big program, and I've published about 30 videos, and out of one of those videos, one got looked at 2,700 times. But the average, the hailstorm, I did one that got looked at 400 times. All my other ones are about 250, some are only 10 times. But from every time I publish a bit of content, I look at the stats, I read, I monitor, I look and I try to figure out what the difference was. So I mean, that's the that's the cleverness behind some of these things. Um, can we sort of uh, look at where we're going? Because um, we are here to talk about financial freedom. It, it sounds great. The concept. How do we go about getting it? Uh, any ideas on creating financial freedom? Yeah. I'm obviously not there yet. Um, but well, we are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but something my dad's always told me is um, money flows to where value is created. Um, and uh, it's. So, the things that I'm focusing on are, are creating value. So, you sort of you need to work and you need to work hard in order to build something because things don't build themselves. Um, but the key is to. I mean, it, it doesn't matter what industry you're in, there are ways to create value for people who are in that industry. Um, and when you do something you're passionate about, obviously um, you can do it better. But the key, because there's a limit to how much you can trim down in order to save to invest. 
there's there's a point at which you can't trim down anymore. That you need to be creating value in order to um, in order to grow. Then what you do with the money that is surplus can then multiply, and there's lots of different strategies to do that. But um, yeah. It's funny, I watched a video of a guy who he sells garden watches. Do, do a video giving some people some tips on how to use these things. Because I'm trying to figure out how to do this and that, that. And he did his first video and then he basically said, if you want to buy this watch, come into my shop and blah, 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 blah. And I just switched off straight away. But like you're saying, if you gave some value on how to connect your phone to your watch, you know, that's of value to somebody. And then people were oh, I like this, this was useful. They'll subscribe to it. And that, you know, Nick and then James. If we combine those two points, that's kind of exactly where that was heading, I think, before it got horribly sidetracked into videos. <laughs> but in within whatever industry you're in, if you give value and find the part of what you do that gives the most value to people, that's where you'll get the most return. Because when people see value, they will pay for it. So you've got to work out within your industry what your customers actually value most about what you do. And then if you turn your attention to that, that brings in more A, happy customers, which are happy to pay their bills, but then that gives you more money coming in, more exposure, more scope to grow, and therefore more scope for financial freedom. I reckon now that is a brilliant topic in itself. Uh, what if you think about all your own businesses and what value you can give people? Value isn't a discount. Value is um, a lot of people are worried about their pricing, and I go just give the best value you can. So think about your own business. Um, James, I know James really well, of course, um, flatmate, but you're a picture framer. I always love that time when people um, come in with a broken picture and you fix it. Often if it's small, you don't charge them, but you'll give them two business cards. And uh, they would take one for themselves and give one to a friend. And that's advertising, but it also gives value, problem and solution. Mm -hmm. Think about your own businesses and think what's something you could give a value that would really make a difference to somebody. What would you just. Um, I was talking about you on my podcast yesterday uh, about how you come and gave value to James because he had ants. That were falling onto his artwork while he was trying to frame them, and Sean came along, and got rid of the ants. But yeah, Sean knew that the ants live somewhere else, not up here. They live way over here, so he, you know, got rid of the ants. You yeah. the ants, I heard. Generally speaking, there is a few around, but no, nothing like back. what was there. I mean, there were. That was a big ants nest, wasn't it? In the garage roof. Well, you did it my place. <laughs> no, there's not many around now. There's still some, but yeah, yeah, yeah but but yeah. Yeah, my yeah, ants must have gone to your place because I've got my ants. Nothing happened. Uh, talking about the industries, sorry, what's your in, what industry you in? Because I just can't get rid of the the, the what what Danny says about the, the salamis. <laughs> 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 Business consulting and systemization. <laughs> so helping people with those systems that you were talking about. So when you're saying good systems to grow, that's what we do, is right. we help people with those foundations and those systems of their businesses. Yeah. Oh. So I, I almost forgot what am I going to say. It's just um, trying to catch up with um, the previous topic uh, regarding the bank, uh, regarding the money in the bank. But just, you know, got the money in the bank is good, but don't check all the money into the bank, which is silly. Don't do that. Uh, trying to get rid of debt 
I don't really understand that too because I love to have that. That's just using other people's money to make new money. So as long as they're under the control, you're all good. There's a personal debt we were talking about there, maybe. Okay, but uh, the, the struggle of materialism, something like that. For you, if you want to be a financial freedom, whatever, whatever, you have to run your cash flow very well. So you want people, you want money coming in, and then you're doing the good system, and the money coming in, and then the money coming out, and then you got some. So that is the good system. You don't be afraid of there's no money in the bank, there's too much money in debt, or you know you want to travel or whatever. So you want to run the system smoothly.、Mm. This is my biggest fear when I started out is actually how do you get people to buy your product or service and give you the cash flow? And that's you know sometimes you just need a system around collecting money. I, people say、oh, I don't take credit cards, do cash only. And I go,、well, why don't you just download PayPal、yeah. on your phone and collect money that way? Oh, I didn't know that. You know, so you know the simple things like that sometimes can be a game changer. Or knowing how much to price yourself. Like I say, you got forty hours in the week. Realistically, you can only build twenty. So yeah, the rate might be thirty. It needs to be sixty. You know, James.、Um, you got to keep an eye out for opportunities that are coming up, and this is、um, some of you may have heard of this, some of you may not. Interesting、um, little opportunity that I've seen in the last couple of days. We used to, and I've known over the years many people and years ago who used to put all their spare change in a jar, and the jar would get full, and then they'd go, "Oh, take it to the bank." The bank would stick it through the machine, spit it all out, and you'd get a hundred bucks or whatever.、Um, so, what if there was a modern day use using the similar sort of a system? So, it, we're, every day we're spending money without, usually with EPOS cards. Not many people carry cash these days. So, if you buy something that's five dollars seventy-five, for example. What if you had this app that would actually take that up to six dollars, and the twenty-five cents would be put aside for every transaction? Now that twenty-five cents would go into a fund, an international investment fund. It's not much twenty-five cents, but over a period of a year, that would build up. So that over a period of time, you would be building up funds which would be going in and being reinvested on the international share markets, and and like a KiwiSaver system. Be giving you a return when all you're doing is what we used to do years ago, throwing our spare change into a jar, which we never missed. Banks do that. Yeah. Banks do that. Yeah. Do banks do that too? Yeah. 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 So if you spend five dollars seventy-five, like you said,、mm. and you set the limit that you've rounded up, and that twenty-five cents will go off into a separate bank account. Yeah, but that bank account. In a bank, oh, probably not getting any interest. Yeah, yeah. this is more whereby this money is being being managed by fund managers、Absolutely. and being invested internationally.、Yeah. So I mean, this is just that's just a little thing that you can do. This is another income stream. So、yeah. look at your options and and passive. That is passive income、mm-hmm. because you don't have to do anything and it's working in the background. And twenty five cents might not sound much ten, fifteen, twenty five, fifty cents, whatever. Over a period of several years, that's going to build up. Suddenly, you'll find that you've actually got. Thousand bucks in that portfolio, and not only are you still putting little bits of money in, but now it's increasing in value because because the share market's increasing, where the money's invested is increasing, and you've got that、um, increasing value of that investment. You actually can put just twenty-five bucks a month for your KiwiSaver. Oh yeah, but you, you can do, and you can do that into KiwiSaver or into any other fund that you set up. The downside of KiwiSaver is you can't touch it. Any other fund that you set up, which you can do through investment funds, you can. Yeah. 
that, that's I mean that's another you, any, you can anyone can do that but yeah you, you can certainly do that but I mean that was just an example of something that I came across the other day whereby there are there are companies that are doing that sort of thing which makes it very very easy to actually start to increase um, your financial freedom without having to get yourself one into of deal our work Brian every time he gets a new client he gets them to write out all their expenses and what they spend their money on each month before he even talks to them, just so he gets a really good indication of people's expenditures. When was the last time anyone do you do that? Well, I terrified how many transactions I had in the bank, money going in and out, and all this sort of stuff. But like you know, something like that could be quite mm. cool actually. So I was reading up about that yesterday, just to finalise. Sorry, just to yep. finish off. Um, and it was through a, 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 um, a company that I work with through in Australia. And I thought, oh, that's a really good idea. That might take off. So I actually bought shares in the company that's doing it. Ah, I see what you one did step there. ahead. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Which one? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, just anyone else would like to have any talk? What have we got? Yeah, probably Rob. People with experiences. I know Rob talks. He likes talking to us. Around your money saving jars. Uh, we put this on our Facebook page if you haven't noticed afterwards. Where have we, we gone with this? Harmony's a really good one. That's the one that I invest in. Oh, they so charge thirty one percent at the other end sometimes. How many's peer to peer lending? So you put in a hundred dollars and you can, or however much you want to put in, but minimum investment is twenty five dollars per loan, and you're lending to somebody else who oh. needs it for a business or might need it for pay off some debt or whatever. Peer to peer lending, the maximum you can give per loan is a hundred dollars, so you're spreading the risk. Most of the loans are backed uh, by insurance and stuff like that, but I'm getting a return of around about 14% per annum and then I'm just reinvesting the capital so yeah. it's that, what do you call it? Compound, compounding compounding interest, interest. On, based on that. Is so that the app that Jude was talking about? Because uh, Jude had one that she said she has one on her phone and she can transfer money onto it. Is that the same? Probably. It's called Harm Money. Uh, not yeah. not Harm Money. Harm Money. But it's great peer-to-peer -peer lending. And um, like I say, you're spreading your risk. It's a hundred dollars maximum per loan. Mm. Um, you can draw it out. So as somebody repays the loan, you'll get a credit back. But it's you know it's over time. But a friend of mine is using that as his retirement fund, another form of retirement fund on top of his KiwiSaver. Mm. And basically, when it, he's invested three hundred thousand over multiple loans, so that when he retires. He can start drawing out a thousand dollars a week or five hundred a week or whatever because that's when the loans will start. If he wants to invest in my bonus bonds, just let me know. I'll print some more out. <laughs> it just goes to show financial literacy and opportunities that are out there. You just got to go and look for them, and they're yep. there. Mm. Shares is another one. Yep. Yeah. Maybe this might be a good topic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's about that, isn't it? Did you invest much to start with, or you just built it I've up? I've just or? been building it up yeah. over time, um, but it's that um, compounding interest mm. that's really seen it skyrocket. And you can pick the loans that you. So every loan is graded um, mm. from a, an A plus or whatever to yeah. a a D or an E or something mm. like that. So obviously, the the higher the risk ones bring in the higher interest rate. Yeah. Um, and but you get a better default. return, yeah. but you're only investing a hundred dollars, oh, so per loan. So, oh, but you're investing a hundred dollars at potentially twenty three percent return on a hundred dollars, yeah. and they're paying that back over maybe five years. Right, yeah. And you're doing that multiple times okay. to get a really yeah. good return. Yeah. So Sounds I'm averaging. Good. Yeah. 
achieve financial freedom one of two ways actually and that is that we either increase the revenue um, and the surplus you know like we're able you know, like to use on all these things or we decrease our expenses and I think that concept of only spending cash is, is, is really powerful a few years ago I read a book about how, how to save money because I needed to save money. I think I owed about 25k, which I couldn't at that time I couldn't um, fund, and so I went and borrowed 25k off of a friend and I created a payment scheme to pay her and I paid myself a hundred a week. And every time that I actually reach into my wallet to buy anything and I'm watching the cash come out, I'm looking at that and I think, do I need that? And, and the other thing that happened, which was really powerful, is that once you actually look at money, you don't want to let the money go. And an FPOS card, you don't see the money go. And you will spend it here, there, and everywhere. It just completely vanishes. When you spend cash, you are spending a tangible thing to get a tangible thing. And I think when I meet a lot of people who are entrepreneurs and, and they're struggling and they're really trying to hit it, the, the entrepreneurs that I see make it are producing a tangible item. Or, or part of of their whole um, you know, issue has, has a real tangible physical thing, and because when you spend real money, you want a real item in your hand. And I think if we can uh, produce you know like a real item, you know, like to go with whatever, even if uh, you know like in your industry, yeah, you know, a certificate, and you think I spent my money to learn how to drive well, and I got this. And I own this forever. So, you know, like, yeah, it's a difficult thing. to be framed. <laughs> in, a fra in a frame. In a frame. Thank you. Just I'm want to finish it off. <laughs> That's funny you say that because I'm trying to declutter my house and anything extra like that that comes in just sits somewhere and declutters. See why you keep coming home. <laughs> um, I like to have everything online now. You know, even if it's a certificate, I'll have it online, <coughs> and if I want it, I'll print it out, you know. But generally, um, I prefer, yeah. Or even like books, think of audio books. I used to have to have a physical book. I love the touch of it. You still got heaps of shit in the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're working on it. Um, working on nothing wrong with right, No, nothing wrong with that. But now I like audio books, because yeah. then I don't have to yeah. have loads yeah. of books in my house. Well, it good all right, best thanks. Um, we've got to think of the topic for next week. We had some takeaways coming here this morning, and um, hopefully you've learned something. Maybe it's it spiked a bit of interest in actually some of the things like that. How many money? Oh, I'm going to look into that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what else have you you come away with that's been useful? 
So they give you guys value. We come back next week. Yeah. So if I don't pick a dumb topic, we we come back next week. Yeah. I'll come back to share the love. Thank you, Sharon. Alright, so like, if we're gonna pick a topic, do we uh, do we talk about finances, do we talk about investment opportunities Maybe or investment. things to do with your money? Buy a house. Buy a house? Print it out. To you. For the property yeah. manager. Yeah. 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 Ask idea. me. Yeah. Um what's that topic about investing money? Investments. Investments. Yeah, I think. Investments. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. and how how to make how to make your money grow. How to yeah. make your money grow. Oh, that's, that's, money grow. Like that's that. a good one. It's a good um, subject. Can I give you guys some homework then? Yeah. yeah. Good. I don't know what. I didn't go to school for long. <laughs> but um, what sort of homework could we do on that? I wrote it down. Investment a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> That was when you had to write it on the board, Sean. But if everyone finds out a bit of a snippet like there, then it's just a collective knowledge that can be brought to bear. What's worked well for you, what didn't? I'll give you an example. I've got no money, really. (laughs) That's why I've been talking to um, (laughs) Neil Jones, right? So I want to, I can afford a hundred bucks a week. (laughs) So I'm thinking, why can't I put a hundred dollars a week into something? Because I've done that with KiwiSaver and I apparently had about $8,000 I didn't know I had there. You know, but that's mounted up. And Do I you know that the government gives you money? Yeah, of course it is. Money. Yeah, 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 on that. That's yeah. KiwiSaver yeah. about 500 yeah. and something dollars. So, yeah. so I'm just sort of thinking, let's go for one, you know, some people have got more money. I don't, but it doesn't have to be a lot of money. Let's look at some small things you can do with your money. Because it's like that loose change stuff. It's a pretty cool way. If you can do something with your loose change, you know, I, I, I kept add up my loose change in my thing. I had hundred and thirty dollars sitting on my uh, duchess for two years that I didn't. I couldn't put any more money in it because it was full, and I thought I'll get rid of it. One hundred and thirty bucks sitting there on my duchess for a year. Yeah. All right. Hey, thank you very much for coming along. That's the Think Tank meeting. Next week's topic will be what? How to make your money grow. Woo! Tune in for that. Thank you for yeah, listening. That's cool.